What is up, Stew Studies? Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. September 14th, 2022. And welcome to episode number 412 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Before we get into the show today, I just want to pause and just say thank Yin's beautiful studyings for just being you, for listening, and man, life is good. Just dropped my daughter off at preschool, living life, loving life. I hope you are doing the same do something positive for yourself and someone else. And what a day as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And while it has not been confirmed, it appears that TJ Watt will not be lost for the season. Now, I'm going to get into all that. I'm going to talk about why this year's Pittsburgh Steelers team so far is like a cat. We'll get into all that. But just want to mention a few things here. A couple of housekeeping items. Yesterday, we recorded episode number 36 of the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wexel. Check that out. It is linked in the show notes. Jim's got some unique takes on this past weekend's games. So give that a listen. It's also available on YouTube. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about that donut button. If you enjoy the site, like what I do, want to buy me a beer, click on that button help with the cost of site upkeep, you know I would appreciate it if beautiful study in any way. TJ Watt put out a social media post yesterday. Picture of the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, saying, I'll be back. What, what more confirmation do we need than that? But anyway, the report is that TJ is not going to need surgery on his pec. It is a tear. There was no tendon damage, apparently. It's the muscle. It was a partial tear. And just through rehab, he should be able to return, barring no setbacks, within six weeks. Now, that's what I talked about yesterday on the show. That will put him back either for the Dolphins Sunday night contest, the Eagles game, or that Saints game following the bye week. But man, is that good news or what? You're getting your defensive player of the year back. You're going from thinking that he's going to be out the entire season, not being able to contribute, but he'll return. And here's one thing that we know. Dude has a work ethic from out of this world. He's going to work his ass off to be able to come back and play at just as high of a level that he did then before the injury. So I have no concerns about him coming back and not being as effective He's going to get after it. He's going to make it happen. And he is going to be ready to go whichever game that he comes back. I would be more conservative with him. And I would wait until after that bye just to give him extra time to recover and be ready to go. But great news for Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And I said at the the outset, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they're, they're like a cat after this first game. Here's why. Because they used up. If they had nine lives, they used up three of those things. TJ avoided season-ending injury. Najee Harris, we got good news on his injury front. It looked like he had a season-ending injury the way he reacted to that play when he was hurt. But now he has come out and said that he's going to practice and he's going to play this weekend. Now, Mike Tomlin was a little bit more 
cautiously optimistic. He said he's got to be on the practice field and show that he's going to be able to play in order to be out there. But there's another life. And then they spent another life just on that victory over the Bengals. I mean, how many opportunities did they get with the blocked extra point, the missed field goal, the Boswell missed field goal. So they're like a cat, man. They used three of their nine lives. They got six left to go. Oh, man. Don't spend any this weekend on the Patriots, please. But again, good news on the injury front for Pittsburgh on both TJ Watt and Najee Harris. So good stuff. Had an opportunity to go back through the game to watch and get a little bit better idea of how players perform watching a little bit more closely. A few players in two positions that I wanted to point out here. I want to start with Jalen Warren. Man, he looks like an animal blocking, not just in pass protection in the backfield, but being out on the perimeter, run blocking. He's a grown man and he's not a very big dude, but wow, is he a blocker? Not just a willing blocker, but a good blocker. Very encouraging to see that from him and just kudos to him for his performance. Didn't do much in terms of rushing yards, but he's going to have some productive games ahead of him and just impressed by what I saw from Warren. Tyson Alulu. Not much has been talked about Alulu following the game, but wow, did he stabilize the middle of that defense. The run defense was strong. I, I was watching him the second time through. He was stout at the nose position. Nothing got by him. He freed up the inside backers. And wow, what a world of difference it makes having a top-notch nose tackle. He's just got to stay healthy. But man, he played out of this world. Wanted to give him props. And then Devin Bush, man, his athleticism was on display. He played fast. Not to say that there weren't some kinks in his game. There were, but overall, wow, I haven't seen Devin Bush play like that since a rookie. Encouraging sign. Hopefully he can keep that going against New England. And then just a shout out to the tight ends and the secondary again. Both positions just played phenomenally. Looking for them to continue that this weekend. But just again, across the board, just very encouraged by the Steelers' performance and what good news on this Wednesday. I told you yesterday was a lucky day. Anytime it's Tuesday the 13th now, forget that Friday the 13th nonsense. The Tuesday the 13th is a good luck day. Buy your lottery tickets on that day. Anyway, shifting gears. Steelers take on the New England Patriots this weekend. They're coming to Acroshore Stadium at 1 p.m. It'll be the first time that the Patriots come to Pittsburgh without Tom Brady. Mac Jones should play. We know that he injured his back, but all indications say he's going to be ready to go. And... You know, he's not a dynamic quarterback. He's probably more along the lines of your Mitch Trubisky, a game manager. So you're not going to see anything electric from him. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's a little bit stationary. So the Steelers should be able to get after him. This is going to be the 34th meeting between the Patriots and the Steelers. And Pittsburgh owns the lead in this series 15-13. So 15 wins to 13 wins of the Patriots. What can we expect? Well... Again, it's not a throw show for Mac Jones. The Patriots prioritized the run, though they weren't super effective in their first contest against the Dolphins. Damien Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson are their two running backs. They had 22 carries for 78 yards this past weekend. That's a 
yards per carry average. And it was about as bad as the Steelers put together. So not a dominant running game, but they're going to come out and try to establish that run. That should be an advantage for the Steelers. And then in terms of pass protection, they struggle in that department. So the Steelers should be able to get after Mac Jones, bring the pressure, force him into some bad decisions. And it could be two weeks in a row that we see the Steelers put up over five sacks. If they can get to Mac Jones and take advantage of this inadequate offensive line, this should be a game the Steelers could win. Now, the flip side of that, the Patriots do have a solid defense. And what is the Steelers' weakness at this point? Where do they need to grow? It's on offense, an anemic running game, an average really just conservative passing game. This is going to be a defensive football game across the board. Whoever makes the most mistakes is going to lose this game. That's what it's going to come down to. Mitch Trubisky is going to have to play mistake-free football. The defense is going to have to bring it. And you can expect expect a close game, maybe like a field goal, to win it this Sunday against the Patriots. So, big opportunity here against New England. Steelers have an opportunity to go 2-0, and have two wins in the AFC before the following week's game against the Cleveland Browns, where they will travel to Cleveland. That's a Thursday night. That's an 8-20 game. Then they'll have like a little mini-buy there for their falling contest against the Jets. But things are shaping up nicely. They need to capitalize on the momentum that they built on defense in that first game against the Bengals, and they need to come out at home against the Patriots and stack another victory. Now, one thing to keep in mind, is there an emotional letdown from this team after beating the Bengals? We know that they wanted that game a lot. We know that Minka Fitzpatrick wanted that game a lot. And here's the other thing. They played a full overtime period. So they played several additional snaps. Does that factor into their freshness this weekend? So maybe not. These guys are professionals. They're highly conditioned. We'll see. But if there are some signs of fatigue that show up this weekend, people will point to the emotional victory, the additional overtime period for this team. But anyway, we hope the Steelers move to 2-0 and defeat the New England Patriots on Sunday. And studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to you for being supporters of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Love yins, guys and gals. Hope you're having an amazing Wednesday, an amazing week. Pittsburgh's home opener, Acroshore Stadium. This weekend, I will be in the house, ready to rock it with Steelers Nation. And anyway, I just hope you have a phenomenal Wednesday. Make it a great one. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this gorgeous, grateful, gigantically gratitudinal, that's not even a word, I just made it up, fabulous Wednesday. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.